Welcome to the FBIS with Marissa and Tomiko. Tomiko. Uh, how's it going, Marissa? Fantastic. How about you? Good. Uh, as you can see, I've decided to use today's episode to multitask. <laughs> undoing my braids. So by the end of the show, my hair will be free of the bondage. As in the slaves. No, let me not compare my hair to slaves. So we'll move on. <laughs> Um, so today's episode uh, is entitled, Do Racist Label Changes Help? Um, there's been a lot of talk <coughs> about, um, uh, about, you know, companies changing their, their brands to suit the overwhelming demand of the people, or the outcry of the people um, calling them racist. Uh, one such brand is the Mars brand, which uh, <coughs> I believe is the maker and marketer of Uncle Ben's. And then we have uh, Aunt Jemima. Um, we have, uh, can you still see me? I can see you, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I switched screens so, so I can look at my notes. <coughs> Uncle Ben's, um, Mrs. Butterworth. Cream of Wheat, Lando Lakes. Um, I said Aunt Jemima, but she was changed years ago to a more Claire Huxtable looking Aunt Jemima with the pearls. Um, yeah. So I doubt they're going to change that again. But, um, you know, those are the ones that we know of. And I kind of wanted to do the show today to talk about whether you, you or I thought and maybe discuss, was this a good idea? Is it actually going to affect change? So what are your thoughts about this? Okay. So I have, a, I have a few things swirling in my head. If you're doing it, if the intention of doing this is to take heat off of yourself, um, just so uh, this movement, you just don't want any heat on it. If it's just a placate, um, an uproar in society, I have a problem with that. If you're doing it because this wave in society has awakened something in your mind to say this might not be any cartoonish representation of anything I, I I think is wrong so if you looked at it and you thought to yourself okay you know what perhaps we're wrong here let's let's make a change for the better that I'm all for it um, there are things that I don't think we should erase that I think that we should um, highlight and heighten um, but like what well i'll give an example of one like so um lando lakes they took off the indigenous girl on the front because it is a cartoonish representation of indigenous peoples of right. america mm -hmm. um she's wearing a feather she's wearing um uh, whole garments that are probably historically inaccurate we don't know where she's representing we don't know anything about what she's wearing and how appropriate it is so taking it off absolutely and your hair looks fantastic as you're taking it out i love those girls <laughs> um but now um what was it is it which which brand oh man i don't have my notes these are the notes that i forgot oh i had to write them on my ipad because i forgot them was it is it aunt jemima where she is is um she is modeled after the first black model and she actually sold her rep recipe was it was it aunt jemima i don't know that story i can't say well, whether it's true or not 
so okay i want to highlight that i don't want to highlight a cartoonist version of someone um so you know there there's things like well, that true, where I, how true is that because i've never heard that before not to say that because i haven't heard it doesn't mean it's not true but there's so mm -hmm. many stories coming around about right. the history of things and then you come to find out no that wasn't well, true. Th but see this is exactly what i'm saying let's highlight positivity on what what it why it's there what it is and 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 for us to move forward in a positive way um but really so, quick, what i'm saying is though it's cool to highlight positivity but if the positivity is not factual in nature mm -hmm. then aren't you doing the service absolutely absolutely So go ahead. <laughs> what? What? I was on a diatribe. I lost my train of thought now. So mm -hmm. all I'm saying is, oh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, you know what? I have an argument for it and an argument against it. You know, I don't want car cartoonish rep representations. Like, um, do, you, do you ever see, um, we've talked about this. So the uh, Hispanic version of, I think it's Aunt Mama is Mama Inez. And Mama Inez is a brand, Hispanic brand, and they have, you know, like, um, all sorts of products and she's wearing you know she's she's thicker she's got a, a, a scarf bandana on her head it's a very cartoonish representation although I love her it is a cartoonish representation of Hispanic people do well, I want that highlighted about, in society? The thing about that when you showed it to me the thing about it is like that's also the same representation of black people like yes, it's a cartoon I, representation I, I don't want. But you've you've been in my mom's house and you've seen her cookie jars and all, like that's a like people have that stuff in their home. Like mm -hmm. it's so it's like it's cartoonish, but is it also factual? To a degree. Like are, to a degree. They, like like do we erase our it's like it's it's so it's weird because it's like that is I don't know that it's cartoon. I think it becomes cartoonish when you start using it, <laughs> excuse me, start using it in cartoons and start using it to sell, uh, like, syrup. <laughs> that's, well, that's exactly it. That's the problem. Mamayna is being used to, to hawk products to people. Right. But there is a Mamayna out there. Like, there's somebody that's modeled after somebody. Right. You know, she, she, didn't, she didn't get pulled out of, you know, just nowhere. But when you're using it as a cartoonist representation of, of Hispanic, Afro-Latino, Mamayna, Aunt Jemima, however you cut it, it's still, it's still someone of color. So right. if you're going to use that as a representation of a cartoon in, in a buffoonish way, I got a problem with it. Um, do you think that that's, do you, do you think that when these companies started that that's what they were doing? Or were they absolutely? Or are they pandering to the same people but different decades? For example, absolutely. for example, black people back then, like we we want to be represented in the food products, and you know we make food and stuff like that. So then they started putting the characteristic, character, uh, not characteristic, um, caricatures, caricatures. caricatures. What, they, what they deemed black people, like in the '60s, to be like, and so now shoot to 2020 60 years later and it's like yeah we don't like that depiction <laughs> so but i well, mean did they fight for that then did the did, did our ancestors back then fight for that image to be put on that product or did they just 
did white people just say, because why would they go out of their way to make a black face the product, the, be the face of their product when it was always about keeping black people down? So, why them to sell your product if you didn't appreciate and value them? Yeah, so, so anthropologically, when you're looking at the history of it, what did what did black and hispanics do in these homes we raised the babies and we cooked all the food we raised all the babies and we cooked all the food so what are we going to do we're pandering to anglo white identifying america and we're going to pander what what is the best way to to cook your food you're going to use uh mama Ine or aunt jemima and you're going to that's the product we're going to go to we're not going to go to you know It's just weird. I just, it just, you know, like it just, it just makes me wonder if like the owners of these companies, like I see what you're saying, but I, I wonder if it, if it's like, we don't, we don't want representation of black people in any part of our society. So the, <laughs> so, my allergies, I'm sorry. Um, back to the cough. Um, so what you're, so wait, let me, let me understand what you're saying. What you're saying is that, Historically speaking, Anglo-America, white-identifying America, did not want black and Hispanic representation on products. Somehow or another. But see, now you have to remember these products. Finish, when were finish they the developed? Finish the so, okay, we didn't. So how did these products come about? And again, I'm going to say this was pandering to a certain part of society. So when we look at the civil rights movement, um, and we look at the history of America and how we we are still evolving. Um, did that were they pandering back then as well? When did these when did these depictions come about? At at what time? What at what point in in our marketing history, so to speak, did these that, come that's about? That's what I mean. It's like were there were, were our grandparents like yeah we're on the cover of Rice? They got us represented. Uh -huh. Uncle Ben, were they happy about it? And then shoot to 60 years later, they're like, these motherfuckers are racist. You know, so it makes me wonder. Like, I don't, like, I should have probably did a little bit more research about when the, the, these, these uh, logos or spokespersons right. were utilized. Um, because, you know, like, why now? Why now is it such a big thing? Because, of, I think you know, people are out there protesting and they're trying to get everything in at once. The only problem is the things that really need to be getting, getting, <laughs> past and focused on focused on or being pushed to the side while we focus on you know mrs butterworth stupidity of a yeah the stupidity of a, of a cream of cream of farina cream of weed, you know yeah so but, see, but this is the thing this is the thing you can't i i think when when these company shareholders and all having these like panic meetings you know i do i do understand their their panic right now the last thing that they want to do is feel like they're tone deaf to right. what we're asking but here's and here's the problem this is why you have certain people um, um, yelling and saying that we don't have a vision it's not that we don't have a vision and we don't have we don't have a direction it's that there again you're still not listening you're still not listening to what we're asking for you're still not completely taking a moment to pause and understand what we're asking for um, this movement is asking for so much more than just basic civil rights and basic human rights and 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 basic representation across the board. 
we're asking for so many things, they're still not listening. They think that we're saying, stop making me a cartoon. That's not what I'm asking for right now. What I'm asking for is basic, basic human rights. But is it wrong to also get that in, in the, you know, in the meantime? Listen, and, and, and here's, here's why I have a problem. This, yes, it is. And this is why. Let me explain why. It's nice and everything, but again, you're still not listening because your argument back to me is going to be, yeah, but I took Uncle Ben's and Mrs. Butterworth and my mind off. What, like, what, would be great, what, what would be great is if Mars, in addition to changing what Uncle Ben boxes look like, they also showed us what their boardrooms look like now. Not only that, what about your, your management levels? What about your sales levels? What's your representation? Show me, like, you know, what, what was that called, that pull-up challenge? Show me that. Show me what you're doing. And also, not only that, I know y'all got some funds. Show me what you're doing in these hard-hit communities. Show me how you're really helping. You know, we are going through such a pandemic, and we have high levels of not only um, unemployment, education fell to the wayside completely we lost our minds in the last few months what have you done big companies and shareholders where your bottom lines are still being met because we still had to feed our families what did you do to help me educate my child and my community what have you done to help better our situation so you have let's say i live i live in a suburb not only do I have access to proper bandwidth and education um, resources and, and I, have re I have financial resources to make sure that my children don't fall behind. But now what happens to that parent, and I'll say mother, I'm just going to say mother because I'm a mother. I'm going to mirror my image. I'm a Puerto Rican 40-year-old mom of three kids. My kids is good. What happens to that Puerto Rican 40-year-old mom I got to stay home with my kids. Do you know what that feels like? That's amazing. And I didn't have to worry where, if my bills were going to get paid. What happens to that 40-year mom who lost her job, has got three kids? Not only she got to feed them, she got to make sure that she's got a roof over their head. You know what? what, what you know what? What's important is important. Like you speaking up and saying that has to be more than you speaking up and saying that. And I'm not saying just you, Marissa. But mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's, not just, it's not just up to the to our companies, you know, it's up to you and me. You know what I mean? But, uh, go ahead. This, and this is exactly what I'm saying where they're still not listening to us. When I'm telling you that, that my life matters and, and black lives matter, what I'm telling you is that I want more than just, don't stop me for no reason because I got a nice car. What I want is for everyone to look around and say, all right, how are we gonna give back to these communities? Don't just, I'm not, we're yelling for so many things. And again, they're just still not listening. But That's what, something I'm, what, that they, what I'm saying though, is that you're, you're saying all this stuff and you're talking about a 40 year old, you've been speaking about personal experience, mm -hmm. personal attachment to what's going on because, oh, by the way, we're in the midst of a pandemic. And the reason why you're at home and being able to be at home with your kids and school, homeschool them and stuff like that. Um, and it's not, it's not, uh, I wouldn't say it's not a worry, but it's not like you're like, oh my God, how are we going to feed them? Whereas somebody <coughs> else in your shoes has the same amount of kids. But my thing is, 
okay, you recognize that. So now what do you do? Me personally or just? Yeah, yeah. Because it's easy to be like, Mars, get on the ball. What are you doing? Well, th this, is, this is what I've been saying. When people are talking, and this is going to tie into what we're talking about before. When people are talking about defunding certain areas of where our money goes, no one has had an argument and no one has had, I will say the music industry is probably the only industry that I've noticed that actually did something. When we defund education, or as people like to say, it's more palatable, we reallocated funds on education and after school programs and lunch programs and before school programs, breakfast programs, when we defund or reallocate funds in that sector, no one has had a problem with it. Not a single person has thought about how we are disenfranchising our children, how we're taking away trade programs for them, how we're taking extra help after school programs, rec centers, sports. There are countless studies to show. So this is something that we're still talking about right now. Not just me, but a lot of people in, in our movement, a lot of people are talking about it, but what do they hear? And again, they're just not listening. No one is listening to what we're saying. What we're asking for is for you to take a hard look at yourselves, and this is everyone. And when I tell you that I want to defund something, it's not to completely take it away. It's to reallocate. Every, no one had a problem taking money away from education and these kids. It's not about paying teachers. It's about these damn kids and their future and the opportunities that they create based on education. No one had a problem with that. But when we talk about reallocating funds in another sector, it is you're asking for blood. All I'm, all I'm asking is that, going back to what I was saying, it's easy for me and you to say, well, it's, you know, <clears throat> I'm good, I'm not struggling. What are we doing other than having a podcast? Do we, does it require us to do more than post on social media and, have a, and talk about it on a podcast? Is that where our limitations begin and end? Or do we do more? Absolutely, absolutely not. We always have an opportunity to do more. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And it's like, I, I can sit up here and, <coughs> and complain about Mars. Like one of my relatives was complaining about the label Black Lives Matter on the, on the uh, Pennsylvania Avenue leading up to the White House. I think it's Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if it's Pennsylvania Avenue or <coughs> Side Street. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and saying, okay, because that does, that solves the problem. And then I saw, and I, you know, at first I was like, wow, really? Why you got to be so fucked up? Then, you know, I thought about it a little. And then I saw somebody else said, say that, um, yeah, because renaming schools and streets after things pertaining to black means, you know, great education. Does anybody know anybody that's gone to Martin Luther King Jr. High School and had the great education or lives on what every Martin Luther King Jr. street I know of is the hood. It's like. That's, and this is, again, they're just not listening. They're, Washington they're, they're DC is pretty much a hood, except for like one specific area of actually everything else. Not Maryland, and, not Baltimore. And how is this? And how, how are we a first world country when, when our, our policymakers are in a hub that is literally a hood? How can, how can you live in a mini mansion and go make policies when you got to drive by homelessness? Because, and, and because of me and you, we voted these people in. 
And that's why it's important also to vote. And not just vote because of party lines. Not just like who the voting for. Local. Go but, local. But, but local. I'm saying even local. local, you know, I've been I've been one of those people that's been, you know, I I wouldn't say uneducated, but just like flippant about it and said, Oh, okay, just vote straight across. Without even right. knowing what somebody stands for, <clears throat> not looking at a local you know, local community right. also have um what do you call it? Uh debates on you know yeah. TV. I never yep. look at those things. I don't know where people stand until they until something happened. Be like, damn, they down like that, and I voted for that one. But I should have known that when they tell you, I, you know, all the stuff that happened prior. You know, so yeah, it's 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 like one of those things. So like, I guess getting back to the labels, I think it's a good thing to to uh, use labels as a way of bringing awareness. But I think it can't just end there. It can't right. just stop with, okay, um, Uncle Ben's is now going <coughs> to look like Uncle Jesse, you know? He's like a bodybuilder, you know, or yeah. there's just no image of a person. It's just like grains in a field, you know? Because yeah. then 20 years from now, like, they got the nerve to have a plantation on the cover of the Uncle Ben. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The goal yeah. is not to like revisit this in 20 years. No, Exactly. You know? It's to but, make positive I, systemic changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's so funny? We're talking about like with the um, with the uh, with, with like Mars. I keep saying Mars because that's the only company I can think of at the moment. Obviously, right. it's a plethora of companies. General Mills. <laughs> right, but like so, one of my jobs because I got a lot of jobs. One of my one of my jobs um had a virtual town hall meeting. Um, and so it was the moderator. And it was the the owners, the two owners who are siblings, and uh, it was weird because prior to the thing, I went onto the about page because the about pages are getting a lot of traction these days. People want to know who's running my company, who's in charge. Yeah. Of so I look and I'm like, okay, they're all white. All right, well, it's not like a shock, but it's like it's a mm -hmm. shock when they're like. All lives, I mean, Black Lives Matter, we're doing everything. <coughs> so then the girl gets on there, and the first thing she says is, the company is doing really well. We um, are proud of our, of our di diversification efforts, and we've been making lots of progress. And so I'm like, I asked my boss for a raise like a month mm -hmm. ago. Right. And he's like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Like we all, everybody makes the same amount. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I want you to go to your boss and find out and, you know, share with me. So he hasn't said anything. So I'm going to go back to his boss because I, thankfully I have his boss's number. But in the midst of, the, of, of researching and seeing what's going on with my company, I start thinking about that. And then I start, then I go on their, their um, Twitter page to see, because every company has got a Twitter page. And I see all the pictures that they're posting. It's like, this is not a diverse company. I mean, I'm, I work there. So, I mean, there's a few people, but all the people that always have our weekly conference call, we have, we have like conference call every week. All my managers, they've, <coughs> they've always been white. Um, I had one Hispanic woman. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know where, where she went. I don't know if she got promoted or, or whatever, but it's very, it's, it's very telling. And it's very, it's very easy to say, yeah, we're diversifying our company. It's an easy thing to say because most people won't check you on that. They're just looking for a statement. They're just looking for the black 
black box, blackout Tuesday. They're not really looking into how are you running this, this company? You know? Agreed. So. A thousand percent agreed. And that's, that's the thing that makes me so sad because, you know, as much as I want you to change and as much as I want, um, not you, Tamika, you, the company, as much as I want things to, to go in such a positive light, I want it to be real. I want it to, to, to be long lasting. I want there to be true change. Like I know everyone, like I said this on the last podcast, everyone can't be um, uh, Alexis Ohanian and give up their seat and encourage to, uh, for a person of minority. I get that. I get it. Right. But if you're going to stand by, you're making, you know, positive changes. How are you, how are you doing your outreach for your minority employees? Are you doing it at the bottom base level just to make sure that your bottom is met so we can fulfill some quotas? Are you, are you bringing that up the chain and how are you doing that? How are you promoting from within? How are you really looking at that to make positive systemic changes in your own company? So I, I remember I used to work at a company and um, it's in the, it's in the paper that I sued them or whatever. And uh, I alleged that they had fired all the black people in the department, which they had. Their counter was that, well, we have one person that we kept. That person worked in the mailroom. And then it, after further continuous talks, it was gathered that person didn't actually work for people. It was like, you know how the companies hire outside? They work for an outside company? <laughs> it was yeah. like, well, like, check is not from this division. It's like... Right. A whole different division. Yeah, his 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 base happens to be in our department, but he ain't right. part of the department. Right. And so, it's it's like one of those things. That's what I'm. I fear that companies will start doing. <coughs> on the flip side, like you were alluding to, they'll be like, "Okay, we're gonna hire, we're gonna make ramp up diversity, and we're gonna hire a whole bunch of like black cashiers." And what does what the fuck does that do? Thank you for the job, but that is okay. Not that's not okay. That's like that's like that's like you're you're on a cruise, right? And you see that person in the water in the middle of the ocean, and you throw them a life vest, and it lands. Like they're <laughs> fucking struggling already. Right. Thank you for the life. Thank you, but they can't get to it. It's like one of those it's things where I see you. I recognize your struggle. Thoughts and prayers. And, uh, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> your hair looks amazing by the way i love it it feels so hot like like warm not hot like yeah because now my hair's on my neck and i'm like <laughs> you but love anyway. that too i love it <coughs> I, I and that that's exactly it that that's that's one of those things that i can't that was a good analogy I, thanks finally one of my analogies makes sense i am um, i i i i now I'm stuck on a loop. I, 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 I,
I, I just pray that we continue to make um, make not only positive changes within our own communities, we make positive changes for opportunities for our 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 communities as well as they develop and as they grow. And you know, a lot of this, there's so many things that people are missing out on right now, and I I pray for that. Um, and it's, I don't mean like missing out, like they didn't get to have a fifth grade graduation. There's bigger shit to like, they, you and your goldfish need to go that way. I'm going to take my fried catfish over here. The dumbest shit ever. Like, I'm glad that you, that is your biggest issue right now that your kid didn't get to walk in their graduation. Why? I, I, you know, I'm very sorry for you. They didn't get to go to prom. I, yep. If that's your biggest headache right now, you are blessed. But. Just, you just know, to give you a head, heads up really quick. So when we first started recording, <laughs> um, <laughs> you accidentally logged in twice. So with the Zoom thing, it, it makes it seem like we have three people. So there's a time limit on two or more people. So we got about nine minutes. So we'll have to finish up the regular part and then we'll come back for Yep, That's Trending. Okay. Thanks, Marissa. <laughs> My bad. All I'm saying is that I hope that we, we develop positive changes, especially opportunity and opportunity growth and expansion for a multitude of areas and industries within not only our own communities, but, you know, outreach of that globally. I, I, will, say, I, I will say this. Um, so did you see that, that um, viral video of the, the man? He was like 30-something, and he was talking to a 16-year-old boy, and he was like, it's up to you. Because yes. this guy failed, I failed, it's on you now. Yes. So I'm saying yes. this all to say that, like, I'm looking at you, Marissa, I'm looking at parent. like, I ain't a parent. It's up to y'all yeah. to raise these kids yep. to be anti-racist. It's up to y'all to raise these kids to be like, to say something. Yeah. Like, it's easy to be like, say something when the kid is like, somebody's discriminating against them because they wear glasses or hearing aids or they have crutches. No, it's or bigger something. than that. Like, it includes it's that, than that. Yeah. But, but racism is important. You know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm looking for people like you. And, you know, I have other friends. I'm not going to name all my friends that have kids. But I'm looking for parents who have young kids yep. to stand yep. the fuck up and teach yep. their kids and, and not shy away from it. Because yep. if you don't teach them early, somebody else yep. will. Trust. Yep. And, and it ain't going to be the message that you're looking for. And think yep. about the kids that, think about all the, the things that you learned as a kid that your parent didn't teach you. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, love you, I love your mom, but... Uh, but uh, a few people taught me some things I shouldn't have been learning. Right. And oh, so yeah. it's like, Racism should not be one of them. Exactly. <laughs> or, or how to be anti-racist, I should say. You know, stand up and, you know, I, I have to say, like, um, you have a member of your family who stands up, you know? Oh, yeah, hard. So, like, I don't know if the parents appreciate that or not. Who knows? Like, I never had a conversation with the parents. But I appreciate that shit. Because knowing yeah. that the mofo stands up says to me that, I don't got to be there for him or her. Right. Say something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing the work, doing the work without, without my presence. Like, I don't want to, I want to know, like, when it comes to your kids, 
that I don't have to be in the room for them to stand up for people. Yeah. You don't. You, that, want, you want to know that. You want to know that you don't have to be in the room for your kids to stand up for people. You want to know that you put them out in the world. They're teenagers. They're in college. They're adults, and they see something fucked up and they speak up. And they're willing to risk whatever that whatever position that might mean, because at the end of the day, standing on the right side is always going to lead to prosperity in the future. Agreed. So. <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm always crying lately. Uh, you ain't got nothing to cry about. Just do the right thing. Shit. <laughs> do the right thing. Shit. <laughs> you do the right thing. You ain't got to worry about crying. <laughs> and then we can put a label on. You know, she she did good. You she put a, 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 a you put a um a, on Mother's Day. Your kids will post, Mom. She did good. She did I. <laughs> they say all right in the beginning, but you know, eventually. I, I um I it's funny because so I forgot where what study did this and they said um by the time you're seven, you mm -hmm. are who you are, right? We we just expand on who we are. So the depth and breadth of who you are in your character is already developed very young. And and the examples that I have for for my kids, I'm doing good. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you need to do. That's all yeah. you need to to worry about. I should say. Mm -hmm. As long as you're doing. Ooh, piece of my hair. Oh no, my, I'm not used to hair on my my arm. You know, I'm like jumping like. There was there. There's this comedian, and I forget. She's she's a a, a Puerto Rican Jew, right? And she's got really curly hair, but she's got um an anglified. No, as she calls it, Anglified. She's a white name. I don't know. I forget her name. But she has. She did this whole like skit where like she smokes just enough that one of her curls scare her. <laughs> and you just did exactly what she did. She goes, I get so high, but I know when it's enough when one of my curls scare me. <laughs> well, maybe that's the tequila. Hey! <laughs> Either way. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so it's going to seem like there's a pause in our video because there is. I'm going to do my best at editing, but, you know, I ain't an editor. Sure, I do my best, but we will be returning in a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. All right, and we're back, and it's time for... Yep. Anyway, so today you 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 uh, touched on it a little bit. You wanted to talk about um, defunding the police. Is it really necessary? Mm -hmm. so, so, a lot of people. I think the problem with defunding the police is that so many people rush to the words without understanding the meaning. I saw Megan McCain, you know, she got, she got quote unquote, what the kids say now owned on The View because she asked Kamala Harris, who was on the guest that day. She was like, I, she was like, I disagree with defunding the police. I think it's wrong. And what do you think? And Kamala Harris was like, well, first of all, what do you consider defunding the police? And Megan's like, I, I don't know what it means. So how can you not, 
agree with something that you don't know what it is. And that's the problem with so many people. <coughs> they don't understand it. And they didn't even want to take the time to research it. Like Megan is on The View. Like, bitch, research the shit before you get, you're going to have Kamala Harris on there? And you're going to ask well, her a question? Know the answer. Well, the thing with her is that they usually give her a quick synopsis the same way that they did with uh, Hasselbeck. They give her a quick synopsis of kind of like the, the ideas of, of what they're going to talk about. Um, I also think to that her to, to, to research it. That ain't that fearful. I think the problem with that is that it, because she's not in a studio, there's a lag of communication as far as like what, what snapshots of words are. I'm going to say this. So there is an article on, it's, it's on scholars.com, right? And the article what? delves into how media and copious amounts, copious amounts of media shapes how Americans see the world. So many marketing companies, as we be, as we transitioned into from the fifties and sixties, transitioned into a, a consumer um, society, media and how we view things have been shaped as far as like our television, our marketing campaigns, magazines, things like that, and that also evolves as technologies change. So we have um, quick snippets of of news. Um, Chiron's at the bottom, things like that to really shape how we communicate. As we begin to elevate our consumerism, we have begun to, um, the, the delineation of our education has, 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 um, has be begun. Just speak plainly. So, Don't get caught, because I know you like to get caught up in, just talk to me like you're talking to me. Because most people don't, most people don't, what do you mean? I am talking to you how I'm talking to you. Okay, go ahead. I'm not? No, because you, you, when we, like, these mofos don't even know what the hell's going on. That's how you talk. That's how we have conversations together. Sometimes I think both of us get, get caught up in the trying to sound like, like we really, how we really feel when in actuality, the people that follow us don't follow us that way. So I go ahead, go ahead. The delineation. Okay. Um, it's an article. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want you to finish. I'm not going to finish. Why? I, I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, so back to uh, so the view. Go ahead. No, I just, I, I just think that, you know, she, regardless whether she's in a studio or not, she should be, mm -hmm. she should, she should do her research. Especially when you mm -hmm. have somebody like, Kamala, and not even just Kamala, anybody on here. You know, I think that's right. one of her, her drawbacks is that she has a, her mind made up and she already goes in with a viewpoint, quote unquote, pun intended, um, about something. The problem is, is that I don't think in this particular situation she expected Kamala to turn the question back on her. I think she right. was looking for a gotcha moment and she didn't get it. Right. And I, I think that's the problem with a lot of people. They see defunding the police to be like, let's take the money away from police, let's abolish the police, and that's not what it is. Well, I, defunding I, I, doesn't I, mean the not, same as that way. abolishing. Well, but, so what were, what were the terms that were used when they took funding away from education? Um, because maybe we should use those terms because nobody had a problem with that. I don't know. I'm not really, you know, I didn't, I didn't really do the research on that, but I think, like, we know people who don't feel like, like, 
because they've had education that where they had books and computers and things like that, you think everybody has that. School is well, school is stupid. Are you still there? I'm here. My video shut down. Oh, sorry. My my video shut down. I'm like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, they, they consider schools fools. You know what I mean? Who needs education? You know, there you you see all these stories of people that go to college, don't finish, and become successful. Look at Diddy. Went to Howard University, didn't finish. Look at Bill Gates. Yeah, but look at what Howard University provided him as far as, like, the trajectory of his career. Well, look at Bill Gates. No, he didn't finish, but look at what the trajectory of that, that basis of education provided. I just want to know, so if people don't like the name, if they don't like the snapshot of defund the police, so what do, what do we need to say? Because when we were taking money away from education and educational programs, um, and before school programs, after school programs, trade programs, um, nutritional value um, for our children, whatever words that we use then, maybe we should use it now because it seems like um, the, just the, the word defund, not abolish, defund, um, doesn't seem to resonate well with um, American society. So I'm just curious. As I, to I honestly don't think it should be changed because if we were to use the perfect word, I don't think it would have gotten any attention. There's certain things in, in, in our history that are so polarizing that people start talking and start bringing attention to it. The loudest mm -hmm. voices right. bring about the most attention. You know what I mean? Right. And so right. by saying the fund of the police, the fund of the police, I think it brought people to the table where they're like, what the fuck does that mean? And then it forced other people to explain to them, this is what it means. Had they said, right. Let's reallocate funds throughout the, the police department. People probably wouldn't have been like giving it as much attention. But defund the police, you're like, what, what, what does that mean? What are you, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying I to say. I just still feel like, but it's funny because I still feel like the education of it, they're still not being heard. So they're gonna learn. They're gonna learn. You know, if so they gonna LA, learn, if they're gonna learn if they want to learn. It looks like L.A. County um, has reallocated a hundred million dollars of the police funding right. to programs in minority communities baltimore county has reallocated 22 million um and reallocated to rec centers trauma centers forgivable loans for black owned businesses i would like to see what that what that entails because usually when you get these forgivable loans it, there's a lot of circles and hoops that you got to run into but we'll see and black owned so what is like every I for really side note I I was looking for black because yesterday was Juneteenth I was like let me get some food from a black owned restaurant the top three restaurants the third one that showed up was Blackstone I was like Blackstones black owned so you, you got somebody a silent partner for five percent no and no it's just because the word black black oh boy okay so it's like really That's interesting yeah. So black owned, okay. there's certain people, like, you have to really be thoughtful about, when you say black owned businesses, like, yeah. who's going to take advantage of that title, you know? But go ahead. But I'm curious. So you're saying no, LA. But, yeah, no, no, no. So I'm just curious <clears throat> to see what these, if Baltimore, Baltimore County, um, what, what uh, forgivable loans for black owned businesses. I want, I would like, I would like to see that, what that entails. But so, so when we're reallocating funds, and it looks like they're putting it towards um, 
a lot of it towards education. I'm curious to see how um, that 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 argument is countered against. The thing about it is, like, like I, you mentioned state state. Like, New York City allocates $6 billion to the NYPD. $6 billion. NYPD, I will say this. So I am very pro-cop. I'm pro-cop friendly. I also think that they need to have I better training. I think people are, actually. I don't know. I don't know. I'm only going to talk for myself. But um, I, think, I think that they need to have better training programs as far as how they recruit. Um, I said it before, and I'll always say this, I think they hire a lot of scared people. And when you give somebody who's scared a badge and a gun, nothing good is ever going to happen. But um, they disbanded their anti-crime unit, and it looks like crime has already gone up. And the reason that they, they disbanded this is because there's talk of, so you are, um, you are indemnified as a police officer, and they're starting to take that 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 part of their contract away so cops are now going to be personally liable for how they represent um out on the streets um there there's a good and bad to that the good is that you're really going to have somebody who's thinking um when they're out and and representing in blue but the also part of that is there's going to be a fear and now if you have somebody who's scared with a badge and a gun and you add another layer of fear I'm not sure where that's gonna, the trajectory of all that's gonna fall. Well, my, my only thing when it comes to, back to defunding the, the police, when, when my mom and I, there was a, a night that we had, I was like 16, and you know, her, her, her husband, he wasn't her husband at the time, he was her boyfriend, and he, it was the last time he tried to violate me, okay? I wasn't having it. It was the one time, you know, at some point, people just be like, you know what? They either gonna fold or they're just gonna stand up. And so on that night, I was not having it. <coughs> and I screamed and hollered and me and my mom ran. And I bring this up because how great would it have been if instead of the police, somebody that has experience with domestic violence situations were sent to the home. At the end of the day, me and her had to pack our bags and leave. So when they talk about defunding the police, it's situations like that. When they talk about defunding police, it's talking about situations where, do you remember a few years ago, <laughs> um, an autistic man, you know, he had an, he had an episode and he was in the middle of the street and one of the counselors ran out the system and they drew a cop, they drew the cops drew a gun on him, on the assistant. And they let, and made him get on his on his uh, I can't remember his stomach or his back and raise his hands in the air. He got on how, back, how different would it have been if they had sent right. How different would it have been if they had sent counselors ready <laughs> to deal with special needs the special needs community? How different would that have been? And that's when they talk about defunding the police, they talk about that. How different would it be <coughs> if there was somebody that was sent to a school for a ch child with behavioral uh, differences that would not you know, calm down? Instead, they've sent a the police who drags the kid on the ground and you know, knocks him out. 
when they talk about defunding the police, that's what they're talking about. And unfortunately, you know, I, I don't know how many people are like down with that. I, I, no, I don't know. I, I, um, I, I, so here's, here's, here's another, and this is so completely off topic, but yet ties in for our mental health advocacy. Um, when we have, when we have um, our child protective services and they claim to be underfunded, understaffed and all these things, um, and you have, what is it, 36 cases from a school yelling that a child is being abused and they are found to have had not only physical trauma, mental trauma, um, and they're left freezing and they die of hypothermia on their parents, parents, quote unquote parents, um, driveway. And not, not a single case was heard, not a single, hmm, I'm just curious. So as much as we want to defund and reallocate and everything else, um, we want to hold those people accountable. We don't want to hold them accountable. I don't know where this goes. As we're reallocating funds and, and we, we begin to, to rethink about all these departments, I, 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 I'm curious as to who, who do we charge with this? Or is this part of like NYPD? Um, for mental health divisions? Is it separate department? Where does this go? What do we do? Why not? Why can't there be certain police officers that are trained to do certain things? So Why do they all have to be trained? What if, what if police officers that are hired directly from the military are hired to do specific uh, tasks that are more leaning towards their militaristic skill? Or if there are certain people, certain people that are hired in police departments that are more proficient with like making friends with people in the neighborhood, community development programs, educational programs, coming into schools and talking to the kids. What if we had, I mean. Funny enough that you bring that up. Apparently I didn't know this. Apparently um, every there's, there's, so I'll, I'll use New York state for an example. We have sheriff's department and your police department. While you think that they're the same thing there or not. Did you know that the sheriff department is, is tasked with that? They have divisions for that? No. Didn't even know. Wouldn't even well, have known. All I know is when I see a cop car, I get scared. Yeah. I'm not even, like, and, and I, I don't think anything's going to happen to me. It's just, like, I just don't want to deal with that shit. I don't yeah. have to deal with, like, trying to explain, like, where I'm going. Why do you need to know where I'm going? Why do you need to know where I came from? Just give me my fucking ticket because my blinker, I didn't signal correctly, or my, my tail light is out. I'm not, you know, I, I that, that's my, my only interactions with cop. My, I shouldn't say my only. Most of my interactions with cop, cops have been when I've been pulled over. You know, and it had me thinking about the time when we got pulled over and I was drinking. I wonder what if that situation would have happened the same way if I was by myself. It just makes me think, like, I mean, I'm like, grateful that it happened the way it did. But it makes me wonder, it's like a black, a Puerto Rican, and a white person, all female. And he let us go. Like, should he have let me go? 
But you didn't leave driving. You did not leave driving. But but he's still like in a in, at the end of the day, it's like you would hope they always do that. That they give it, let the person that wasn't um, drunk or be you know whatever drive. Right. But at the same time, should I have also been arrested for drinking and driving? But see that that this is where I feel like that interaction shows that you were with someone who wasn't scared. You were with someone who was like, "Damn it!" Um, ran ran your information, found out that you know what this person is not. There's no issues here. Oh, stupid but girl! Stupid little girl, go for. learn. But how many people does that happen to? I mean, I don't want to talk it in because I don't want to come across like I'm against the cops or anything. I've called the cops. I've called them. Well, when we're going back to the funding, I've called the cops when a light was out. Shouldn't there be like, <laughs> I've called 911, I should say. Then there should be a division, the traffic division. You know? So there, you mean like, wait a minute, you called 911 for a non-emergency? I didn't know what other number. If they, if they. It's the non-emergency number, 311. I didn't know that. And every precinct. Oh. Why would, sorry. I, why would every, I call 911 if I knew that 311 was a number? I don't know. But every precinct, depending on where you are, if you know what your precinct is, they have a non-emergency direct number. I, I, I never knew what I it was. I don't know. I don't know. that, And that's what I'm saying. Uh, Maybe that's something that should be highlighted instead of constantly yeah. 911. You don't see right. and you don't see 311 on cop cars, do you? 911. You don't even see 911, honestly. You see, no. I, I don't, it, it's called this number for anonymous, like that's the only thing I can remember seeing on a cop car. For, for me personally, it's like, if you see something, you, uh, anonymous tip, call this number. If you see something, say something? Yeah, well, yeah, but the anonymous tip line. Yeah. You know, if you see something that's shady. Oh, that's so I only know 411 and 911. I didn't need the information. I needed to let them know that the light was out and people that's would have, to have an accident. I've called 911 somebody is driving, weaving in and out of traffic, and they look drunk. Yeah. You send somebody that knows how to deal with alcohol and drug, a cop that is in the, the, the drug and alcohol abuse division or whatever the hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to send somebody yeah. that deals with autistic children to go to the highway. Yeah. And that's what, when they say defund the police, okay, keep $6 billion with the NYPD. That's fine. Allocate it correctly. And yeah. so I have no problem with the word, with the, the word or the verbiage of defund the police because it brings attention. We're sitting here talking about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we would have been having this conversation. It was like, we would have had a conversation that was like abolish the police because that's so like polarizing. Abol yeah, that's, yeah. But if it was like, let's reallocate funds within police department so that we can assist special needs pa uh, patients mental health issues mental health yeah issues. people would have been like yeah okay and kept it moving defund the police oh what, what the fuck are you talking about you know what i mean it brings conversation but why didn't why didn't this this why didn't this outrage happen when we were we were taking money away from our after-school programs are because our it's not about because the training. focus right now is on black people. Is I mean, the education people that are that are that are concerned with education as their primary focus, they can do that. But right now, black people are like. In addition to this, in addition to keeping your fucking knee off of our neck, we would like you to defund the police department. So that you treat us like a human being and not an animal in a cattle shop. 
it's a it's a the defunding of police is is a part of that long list of grievances that black people have it's just one of the many but but right now it's become a heightened <coughs> a heightened comp topic of conversation we also have you know civil rights and you know your fix your 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 departments colin kaepernick sports there's a million different things you know what i mean but defund defund the police was so polarizing it's such a it's such a topic that hits so many people that that's the thing that stuck out so it's like okay this stuck, sticks out let's let's focus on this for a minute so they can understand yeah. where we're coming from okay that's my opinion <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Anyway. Yeah. All right. My I my neck is sweating. Oh my, my gosh! Yeah. Ugh. This is a it is very hot and humid today in New York. Tomorrow was Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Um. There's a song called "Be a Father to Your Child" that I recommend. Actually, what the first CD that I ever bought was by a rapper named Nikki D. Um, it's so weird, because I bought her CD and LL <laughs> Cool J's tape. But I just, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah. But she had a song at the time called Daddy's Little Girl. And I used to listen to that song and be like, damn, I wish I could be Daddy's Little Girl. Like my dad wasn't really around then. I saw him a couple yeah. times, but he, so <clears throat> it's like you, you, you want to, I think every, every girl wants to be daddy's little girl and every father, I don't know. I shouldn't say every father, but all the father, all the, all the girls that I know, every single one of my friends, I got like five core friends, three, no, I got three and a couple of others, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I got like five friends, right? <laughs> and every single one of them got a fucked up dad. I and don't know what it is. A, a man to, that he could, she could call daddy, like, and really mean that. Please? Daddy's little girl, you know. Yeah. And I shot, I shot up my, my brother. I've been, at, I've been looking at my brother's pictures with his daughter on his shoulders. I'm like, damn, he broke the cycle. What's it like? What's it, what's, what's it like to have I a dad? I conversation with her when she's like older. Like, so what was it like being on your dad's shoulders? What was it like to have your dad acknowledge your existence and be really be interested and in make an effort, make an effort, develop as a person? What is it like to like <laughs> be at the breakfast table and be like, "Daddy, can I have juice?" And they're like, "Of course, pumpkin or sweetheart or babe or or little one." So I have that distinct like? memories of my, my dad from early on. When I was mm -hmm. young, very young, I was like a teenager young. Um, he, I came to his house and he poured me this big ass glass of milk. <laughs> and I wanted to please him so bad. And I drank the milk. You, you choked on that milk. I choked on it. Years later when I felt comfortable with the milk, I was like, I hate milk. I only eat it with cereal. <laughs> And he's not laughing. He's like, why didn't you say anything? Because I, I sought his approval. I remember my dad gave me a VHS tape of, of Fievel Goes West. 
And he, like, he was upset that I wasn't, like, jumping up for joy. And I was like, he's like, what, you don't, you don't like that? You don't watch movies? And I was like, I'm 14. No, no, no. No, I'm 12. Dad, I'm 12. This is a cartoon. And he's like, what? And I was like, no, you know what? This is yeah, great. It's like, so much. As soon as I left, I think I threw it in the garbage. I, I just feel, I feel, I feel... It's so important for, for, uh, my brother said it to me best. If, if a male, cause you need, you need, you don't need male and female. It's not, it's not cause every home is different. You need, you need active people in, in, in raising of a child. You need active participants. If it happens to be male and female, and you have a daughter, if that male is not present, she will find gaps in unhealthy places. I, I and I, I truly believe that. I, I, like, I, a thousand percent. I, I just, like, I'm not going to sit here and blame my dad for everything. You know what I mean? I can blame him for some things. I can blame my mom, my grandparents, myself, above all. But, when it comes to choosing the right mate, I didn't have that man to tell me, nah, he ain't good enough. You're better than that. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, and even when I had a, a boyfriend, um, I want one of my boyfriends that I used to love. I, I, my dad met him and he changed his name. <laughs> And it was like funny, but at the same time, it's like he didn't even respect him. So how can I respect him? Yeah. My dad didn't even show him no respect. How can I respect this guy? If I'm seeking respect from my dad and yeah. the man I'm res seeking respect from doesn't respect the person that I've, I've chosen. Never has, really. Anyway, happy Father's Day. <laughs> <It's a good laughs> <laughs> the other song I was talking about was called, uh, was by, uh, by Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs, uh, Be a Father to Your Child. Um, I might try to post it tomorrow so you guys can get a glimpse of it, unless YouTube does the, the cop I mean, uh, Instagram does the copyright thing, then I won't post it. But uh, Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs, Be a Father to Your Child, um, definitely check that out. And as we, we outro, I'm going to play a little bit of it. Marissa, where can they catch us? Yep, yeah, yes, 18 on Instagram and Twitter. The Yep, yeah, yes podcast on Facebook. Any streaming device where you can find a podcast, all you have to do is look for the Yep, yeah, yes podcast. Holler. And uh, <laughs> catch us on our Instagram live for our recap show. Happy Father's Day, y'all. Be a father to your child. Just a tough anomaly when it's going to